O Holy Spirit, come, come to this place and open our hearts and minds and also open our ears so that we may hear your, the voice and the message that you prepared today. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> when I served as a chaplain at Overlook Hospital, New Jersey, Psalm 23 was the, one of the most requested Bible verses that my patients wanted to hear from me. They asked me to pray over them, and that they also asked me to read Psalm 23 for them and that they read the verses along with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. What a beautiful prayer it is. My patients liked Psalm 23 because it gave them comfort and assurance and that the Lord was a shepherd that would take care of them so they don't need to fear. I pray that the Psalm 23 also gives you the same message, comfort and assurance to you who are living in this uncertain time who might have anxiety, fear, turmoil, or depression in this time of pandemic. Today, the first Sunday after Easter, is the Good Shepherd Sunday. The image of Jesus as the Good Shepherd is a beautiful image that gives us hope and comfort and teaches us who he really is. The writer John in today's Gospel lesson develops the image of Jesus as a shepherd more powerfully than the one in Psalm 23 combining with the I am statement. Throughout the Gospel of John, John makes an effort to portray the nature of Jesus with the I am statement. For example, I am the door of the ship. I am the resurrection and the life. And I am the vine. Those I am statements evokes God's name, which is described in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 14. I am who I am. 
And today, uh, in today's gospel lesson, Jesus describes himself, I am the good shepherd. In terms of the image of the shepherd, we often imagine Jesus tendering, carrying a lamb in his arms, or Jesus carrying the sheep on his shoulders. The gentle and caring image that portrays Jesus finding the lost sheep. But the image of Jesus from today's gospel lesson is more powerful. It is the good shepherd who not only seeks out the lost sheep, but also lays down his life for the sheep. Like a first responder. Living during the pandemic, we all know what it means to be a first responder and how significant their jobs are. They are the one, ones who are more courageous than others. And they are the ones who are willing to offer themselves even to sacrifice his life for others. And Jesus says he is the good shepherd. And let's find out what it means when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Let me read the scripture for you. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hands, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The higher hand runs away because a higher hand does not care for the sheep. The writer John compares the good shepherd with the hired hand who is not the shepherd, sometimes as someone who is likely to leave and run away when the wolf comes and snatches the sheep because he does not care for the sheep. But Jesus is described as a good shepherd who is different from the hired hand. When his sheep are threatened, he rushes to the ship forward to rescue them without regard for the potential loss of his own life because he lays down his life for his ship. It means that Jesus used his life to serve us. It means that Jesus used his life to save us. It means that Jesus used his, his life to sacrifice for us because Jesus cares for us, because Jesus loves us. How great it is to have a Lord who acts like a good shepherd for us. Furthermore, Jesus said in verse 16, I have other sheep that do not belong to this board. I must bring them also, and they, they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. Last week, I said in my message that those who rejected God's relationship are not children of God, at least from their own perspective. But let me tell you, even though you rejected the relationship, even though you stay away from God, even though you said to Lord that I don't need you, 
from God's perspective, you are still the beloved children of God. Because our Lord is a good shepherd. He's the one who goes out and looks for the lost sheep. And he will bring you back to him. That's God's love. That's God's great love. In verse 14, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. What a comforting message it is. Jesus said he knows who we are and who his sheep are, and what they have and what they are dealing with, and what they are facing and what they are going through. It means that he will be available all the time whenever we need him. Because his eyes and his ears and all his senses are towards his sheep and towards us. And I want you to pay attention to the next sentence. And my own know me. In the text, the function of the good shepherd laying down his life for his sheep is primarily based on the intimate relationship of knowing and being known. New Testament commentator George Beersley Murray says, for, he, for the Hebrew, knowledge means experiencing something. When the shepherd calls his sheep, sheep listen to him and follow him because the sheep knows his, his shepherd's voice and the sheep trust in him. In that relationship, the shepherd can serve as a good shepherd for his sheep. So when we trust him, Jesus, our Lord, can be our true good shepherd. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And I want to ask you this morning, is he your shepherd? Do you see him as a normal shepherd or a good shepherd? Do you trust him? Do you listen to him and follow his voice when he calls your name? Mary Magdalene heard Jesus calling her name and her eyes were opened, thus becoming the first witness to see the resurrected Christ on the first Easter Sunday morning. Jesus says in verse 18, he has a power to lay it down, and he also has a power to take it up again. If you have anything that holds you from him and from experiencing the power of a resurrection, remember our Lord is the Good Shepherd who is with us and who is always there for us and who, who, who watches over us and reaches out to us. He knows us each by name. What we need to do is to recognize and believe that he is always with us. If you are in the midst of storms of, of your life, 
I invite you to listen, to listen to the shepherd calling you, calling you by your name and saying to you, I'm here for you. I am with you. Do not worry. Let me take care of you and trust in me. It's been a stressful year for all of us. Our lives are full of worries. We also are frustrated by our circumstances, and sometimes we get angry. We hear so many bad things on the news that gives us unrestful minds. Brothers and sisters, our Lord says he is the Good Shepherd who leads us to restful waters and refreshes our souls. And he's the one who guides us to right passes. And he's the one who is always at our side. And he gives us courage. So trust him and lean on him and take him as your good shepherd. Let us pray. <clears throat> Our shepherd, thank you for becoming the good shepherd for us. When we are in danger, when we are in weary, when we are in grief, when we are in the midst of a turmoil of our lives, Lord, thank you for being with us, sustaining us and watching us over. Help us to continue to listen to you and trust you no matter what we have, no matter what we face, no matter what we are going through. We pray this in the name of Jesus, who is our Savior and our Redeemer. Amen. <clears throat>